Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. This is Wesley Phelps. He's 28 years old. He was on drugs. He had priors for burglary and assault in a minor. He led police on a high-speed chase, crashed his car, and his girlfriend died. And Judge Sybil Reynolds gave him three years. But on the same day that Judge Sybil Reynolds gave him three years, he gave Lakeith Smith 65 years. Lakeith is 15 years old. Him and some other kids were breaking into an unoccupied dwelling. The cops showed up, the kids ran. The cops shot Adante Washington, which is Lakeith Smith's best friend, shot Adante in the back three times. Due to Alabama's felony murder law, Lakeith Smith was sentenced to 65 years for the murder of Adante, even though he didn't hold the weapon or shoot anybody. This happened on the same day in the same court by the same judge. 28-year-old who's actually responsible for somebody dying. 15-year-old who's actually not responsible for anybody dying. We covered this story. Such a shame. Uh, we want to thank Charlie for contacting the show, alerting us to this miscarriage of justice. On the program today, we have um, Lakeith Smith's mother, Lakeith Smith's mother. Her name is Brontina Smith. She goes by Tina. Thank you, Madam, for being on the program. Welcome. And also the attorney, Leroy Maxwell Jr. Uh, his practice focuses on appellate litigation, civil rights, and criminal defense. He has recovered millions and millions in injury cases and is a noted attorney at law. Thank you both for being on the show. Wish it was under better circumstances. What I would like to do is first express uh, my heart and care uh, to you, uh, Ms. Smith, because naturally I cannot imagine what you're going through. Um, but if you would give us some insight as to what's happening now in this situation, in this case. Um, <clears throat> well, a little bit. We had a court here, a court hearing for a resentencing on March 21st. Okay. We were so under the oppression that my son was coming home. Mm -hmm. um, we were we were confident, more than confident, actually. Uh, well, that, that was a blowback. Uh, my son's sentence was reduced to 30 years instead of 25, which is still a slap in the face. Uh, so now we're going into um, the appellate stage. And, you know, we're going to keep fighting to get my son home, you know, um, to the justice. Yeah. Mr. Maxwell, let's talk about this from the legal side. Uh, we heard Ms. Smith just say uh, she just, you know, th there was a strong indication he could come home. Uh, obviously, the judge could have done this. Tell us the background to this case legally. Yeah, thank you so much for having us on. Um, like Tina said, he should have come home. Uh, with this case, he was sentenced uh, back eight years ago when uh, the time of the crime, uh, Lakeith Smith was only 15 years old. He went to trial for felony murder, and we'll talk about that felony murder rule, which is just a tremendous um, uh, disservice to our community, uh, to folks in general, that sort of law uh, that basically sentences people who don't have intent uh, and sends them to the harsh crimes as if they did have intent to commit something uh, heinous. And so he was ultimately sentenced to 65 years. Uh, we jumped in on his case. We filed pleadings showing that his sentence was unconstitutional. His trial counsel was awful. 
and woefully insufficient. Judge agreed with us on most of those counts and allowed us to have resentencing. We went in there, uh, argued resentencing based on the fact of his age, other mitigating circumstances, uh, and how woefully insufficient his legal counsel was. Uh, the judge in this case came back with a reduction in sentence down to 30 years, uh, but we still believe that's a complete miscarriage of justice. Uh, Lakeith should be home. He didn't kill anyone. He didn't intend to kill anyone. It was a bad police shooting where the officer killed this young man, his best friend, uh, kill shot in the back of the base of the neck, um, and they needed someone to take the blame. So they put their target towards Lakeith. Uh, he went to trial uh, because he did not want to admit to killing his friend, which he did not do. Uh, and now uh, he was faced uh, with 65 years. We got it reduced down, but he still needs to be home. Let's talk about the dysfunction of the justice system, because I'm sure there was an opportunity for him to plead guilty to something at a lesser uh, penalty. Uh, he refused. Let's talk about how this got to a 65-year sentence of a 15-year-old. I, I, you know, I don't know the law like you do, so I'm still in law school myself. But we've studied cases where we've considered that unconstitutional for a long time uh, to sentence a 15-year-old to such, uh, to such time. Right, I, I agree. And uh, I was there arguing uh, with Brian Stevenson, the landmark case, and uh, Miller v. Jackson, and um, yep, uh, where we argued that young folks should not be sentenced to these sort of harsh sentences, uh, ultimately to die in prison. Uh, and so what this judge did here, um, what Sibley Reynolds did, he basically found a way around that by not giving them a life sentence, but he gave them a 65-year sentence, one that uh, the life expectancy of a black man, that's a death sentence. Uh, he sentenced him with the intent to make sure that he never comes out of that prison again. Uh, and so it's cruel. Unfortunately, uh, it's not unusual. And uh, you know uh, in law school that uh, both components have to be met, the cruel right. and unusual. Yep. It's absolutely cruel, but in Alabama and states like ours, it's not unusual. So we have a hard time meeting that Eighth Amendment burden. Wow. Wow. Before I go back to the mother, uh, Attorney Maxwell, let me ask you one more question. Uh, at this point, is there anything that can hold the judge accountable for the obvious uh, difference between the sentencing of the white male and then the sentencing of the black male juvenile? Well, uh, typically we know that this has gone on for for centuries, for, for decade after decade, where there's been, been this complete uh, disproportionate uh, type of sentencing uh, depending on skin color. Uh, and we've taken certain steps and legislate, legislation and other things to try to correct that. Uh, but we know that we can't correct the human side of it. We have a judge here who is inflicting that sort of white supremacist uh, identity uh, onto this case. As far as what it is that we could do, uh, this judge sentenced him and basically got out and retired. Uh, he knew exactly what he was doing. Uh, he still might oversee a few other cases, and we want to make it known. And I know that us and other organizations, uh, we're reviewing his cases right now. Uh, we saw what happened here, and we think there's a pattern. And if there is a pattern, there's probably a lot of our sons locked up and incarcerated for uh, uh, erroneous uh, um, miscarriage-style uh, sentences. 
uh, that should be home right now. And so right. we want to hold them accountable and we want to make sure those who have been affected uh, receive some sort of uh, benefit. Something that happened when he was 15 years of age, he did not commit the criminal offense. This is one of those weird laws that basically attributes blame without a person forming mans rea or the intent to commit that particular crime. It's truly a tragedy. Um, Ms. Smith, let me ask you this question. Your son has been dealing with this ordeal since he was 15. Obviously, you're a parent. I'm a parent. You've been dealing with it as well. Yes, what is the, the, the sense from your son right now? Is he hopeful uh, that at some point this justice system will wake up and judge itself? Well, um, my son, he is, he's very hopeful because he knows that, that we're out here and we're fighting. Um, he's more hopeful toward us in the system itself. Yeah. You know, we were, he knows that if we are dependent on the system, uh, you know, we'll probably get no help. So mm -hmm. thank God for the team that we have, you know, that's helping us to um, open eyes, you know, to the Alabama system. You know, he, he knows that we're trying our best and we're going to get him home. Let me ask you this. When all of this first happened um, and there's a trial, there's this prosecution, what was going through your mind, Ms. Smith? Did you believe that the system would at least uh, not go this extreme with your son? Originally, it was six to five years. What were your thoughts during the time of trial? Well, um... Yeah, I, initially, I didn't think that um, the judge at first, you know, uh, um, take a 15-year-old and just and just give his life away, just take sure. his life away. Right. I didn't, and, I, and I thought at first that the attorney that we had, um, that we hired, I thought that she was also on our team. She was going to fight, you know, for us to, you know, and, 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 and let's be clear, to get some time, maybe the time for the burglary, okay. you know, absolutely not the time for the death of a Dante Washington. Right. And right. so... It, 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 it came to be clear, you know, that the system was definitely not on our side. Maybe like um, the first, the second half of day one in the courtroom, um, everything became so clear mm. that we were going to have, you know, that things was, was going to go not in our favor. Let me do this. I want to put up the GoFundMe graphic. I want to put that up full screen. Miss um, Smith, I want you to tell us about Lakeith. What kind of young man is he? Uh, witty, um, smart, real smart. Um, when I had him on the when I had him out here with me on the street, as we say, um, fun, funny, fun to be around. Um, family oriented, you know, spoiled. Just a typical, you know, American black boy, you know. Mm -hmm. um, oh man, prankster. I love football. You know, just, you know, what you do at 15, you know, you get up and go hang out with your friends, come home and, and tear the refrigerator down, you know. Mm -hmm. Just a, those, a typical Those years, his childhood has been uh, disrupted in a way that he can never really get back. Taken away. Uh, yeah, completely taken away. Here's what I want viewers to do. Uh, we're going to put that GoFundMe up again. I want you to give, I want you to give your very best because this is going to be a marathon for him and his family. Uh, but I believe as the mother, I believe as attorney Maxwell Jr., I believe that the young Lakeith Smith is going to be victorious eventually. I believe that our justice system will be proven to be 
not only wrong, but immoral in their prosecution and sentencing of this child. And I believe that Mr. Lakeith Smith will be one of our generational leaders in this nation. You can be part of the process of his justice because when he gets justice, we get justice. Agree, absolutely. All right, attorney, what's yes, next? Sir. What can we do? Uh, just like you said, uh, share, go out and donate, support uh, Ms. Tina Smith, uh, the coalition, and all that we're doing because we're just not bringing attention to Lakeith's case. We're bringing attention to this rogue felony murder rule. Uh, we have too many folks that I'm sitting in front of, mothers, fathers, explaining to me that their child didn't pull a trigger, didn't do anything, uh, yet they're facing a life sentence for uh, this crime called felony murder. And so we want to bring awareness to it. I think if people knew just how atrocious it was and how rogue it's become, uh, uh, they, they would be shocked. Uh, and so we want to bring attention to that and force our legislators and other folks uh, to do the right thing, not just for Lakeith, but for everyone out there who's suffering because of this law. Very well said. Um, to you both, um, to Ms. Uh, Tina Smith, I appreciate your strength and courage. Um, to Attorney Maxwell, thank you for your advocacy and your expert legal prowess. We appreciate Absolutely. your continued and collective leadership. All right, we're going to continue to follow this. Naturally, if you need anything, make sure you reach out, okay? Thank, right. you. thank you. Thank you. My pleasure.